you have your Bible, if you'll open with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We'll be in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 today. Well, we're almost there. 2020 is almost over. Isn't it good? And I want to knock on wood right now just to say, I sure hope it comes around because the end of 2020 has been a big deal in my mind. I am ready for it to end, and I'm sure many of you are as well. When I think about 2020, I have to reflect back, think about this crazy year and what it's meant to so many of us. And when I do, a a verse comes to mind that means a lot to me. The passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12, and it says this, Now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. I think this has got to be the perfect verse for 2020, because this year has been a blur, hasn't it? It's been a blur. It's been like looking through a mirror dimly, looking at life and seeing a foggy picture as we've been in the middle of it, and and it's just been difficult to know what to make of this year, to make heads or tails of it. You know the phrase 2020 usually means clarity. When we think about 2020, it usually means clarity, that I can see something with a clear vision. But this year has been anything but clear. As was mentioned earlier, hindsight must be 2020. Because I didn't see any of these things coming. Really, when you look back, when you look back about this year, think about this year, think about all the things that have happened, all the ways that 2020 have been difficult and challenging. You know, none of us have been through a year like this before. None of us have been through a year like this before. When you think about the increasing challenges that we face because of COVID, we see the the numbers in, in this country and in the world and even in our cities increase. It's been an amazing year, a challenging year. There are lots of questions about what this year would look like if it was going to be a year that, that was going to be with, with less or more viruses. A lot of questions about would the viruses be a big deal or would they be a small, would it be a small thing? In Lubbock, Texas, this year, there's been nearly 500 deaths or over 500 deaths. That's a shocker. It's a shocker when you think about the fact that that in this town last year, in 2019, we doubled the amount of car accidents from the year before. And in 2019, that double number was only 50 deaths. This year, 500 deaths. We didn't know coming in what it would look like. There were questions. Was, how dangerous was the virus going to be and how many people would we lose? We didn't know what kind of impact it would have on our culture. Issues of racism. Questions about how we would view the world. How it would impact our election this year. And as we've gone through this year, so many of those issues have surfaced. And once again, we go back to that passage of Scripture that we look through this mirror dimly. What a crazy, confusing year. 
Well, I'm, I'm thankful to God for passages like 1 Corinthians chapter 13, because in the passage, as it talks about mirrors, we must understand the context by which the writer is talking to us through. You see, when they talked about mirrors in the Old Testament or in the, in the early New Testament, the idea of mirrors took on a different perspective maybe than we have. In 1 Corinthians, mirrors were maybe difficult for us to imagine. But these were objects of polished brass or silver, metal that had been polished down, and you could look at, and see yourself in a mirror and a reflection. And interestingly enough, a lot of people didn't even know what they looked like because they hadn't been able to, to gaze at their own reflection. But then here we are at this mirror that's this polished brass, and as you're looking into it, maybe the same material that a shield would be made out of. You look in and you begin to see your reflection. You see who you are, and you realize that's, not, that's, that's still not a very clear picture. It's still very difficult to see who I am. With all the imperfections in those mirrors, to get the perfect 2020 vision would have been very very difficult. As I reflect back on my 2020 vision, as I look back and see the world of 2020, I have to admit that there are a lot of imperfect mirrors out there. And for me to see clearly, it's going to require a perfectly clear mirror. I want you to think about all the mirrors that we have. In fact, I would argue that this is the first problem that we face. The first problem that we face is we have far too many mirrors for a proper perspective. It's easy in our culture to self-reflect. It's easy for us to look and see who we are based on some form of, of standard, some ultimate authority that allows us to look deeply at ourselves. Maybe I think about assessments. There's so many assessments out there that are available to, to me at this time. If I want to go down to Barnes & Noble or search on the internet, I can find an assessment that will allow me to see who I am, to look deeply into the mirror of self and say, how, do, how am I functioning? The Taylor Johnson or the Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram, different tools that are available to me that allow me to self-assess and see who I am. But it's not just assessments that allow me to do this. I'm also able to, to ask around, ask people's perspectives. You know, what do you, what do you think about how I'm doing? How do you feel like my life is going? And there's a lot of ways for us to assess. Even our culture. We can look at the way our culture does things and, and see how things are going. How has this year been going? Lots of mirrors. I want to ask you, what authorities are you turning to for perspective? This year, as, you've th as you think back about this year, what authorities have you been turning to? What have you been looking at as an authority in your life for perspective? Well, I listen to my heart. Or I trust in the Constitution. Maybe it, I, I, I use common sense. That's how I know what's right or wrong. I use common sense. Or 
I obey the rule of law, or I go with my gut. I do what works best for me. What's always worked best for me Maybe the approach of life that was handed down to me. When I reflect in the mirror and I look back at life, I take one of these approaches. The problem with these mirrors is many times they distort the picture. And so even though we think this is a clear picture so I can see the world with a perfect 2020 vision, perhaps that mirror is distorted. Here's the second problem. The second problem is that we may have forgotten the purpose of having a mirror. The purpose of a mirror is to self-reflect, to see the inward and look at the self. So many times when we examine the world and we examine things and we make assessments, it's not so much about me reflecting on self as it is me making judgments or perspectives of other things. When I look, I, I start to acknowledge what the, what the rest of the world around me looks like, and I forget to self-assess. I forget to self-examine. Well, I want you to know, there is only one mirror that allows us to perfectly self-reflect. There's only one mirror that allows us to perfectly self-reflect. And anything else is going to cause that mirror to be dim. That perfect mirror, we read about it in the book of James, chapter 1. In James chapter 1, and starting in verse 22, it talks to us about, don't nearly be hearers or doers of the word, but also be hearers as well. And it talks about how that, the hearer of the word is the one who looks in the mirror and then walks away and forgets his reflection. But the doer looks in the mirror and sees the reflection and then responds to it. And it tells us what that perfect mirror is at the end of the passage, starting in verse 25. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets what he has done uh, when he acts, but he is blessed in his doing. Who is the person who responds to the message? It's the one who sees into that perfect mirror, the mirror being God's word. What is the perfect mirror? That mirror is the Bible. The ability to reflect and self-reflect per perfectly takes us looking at Scripture and analyzing it. Well, we go back to 1 Corinthians 13 then. When I look in 1 Corinthians 13, I have to ask myself, how does my 2020 reflection look based on 1 Corinthians 13? When I'm looking through the mirror, is it dim to me or can I see 2020 perfectly? with the mirror that God has given me. And I got to tell you this, when I look at the context of 1 Corinthians 13, I see that the context is love. It's love. When I'm looking back at the last year and I'm thinking about what 2020 was all about, the picture that I want to see is how did I treat people 
in 2020, did I respond with love? It would be really easy for me to to think about 2020 and to say, you know, everybody else should have responded to me in love or people should have have treated others in love. But this time I want to self-reflect. I want to look in the mirror and look at myself and ask the question, how did I do? Did I respond to 2020 with the love of God, with the love of Christ? It reminds us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 that love is patient and kind. It doesn't envy and it doesn't boast. It's not arrogant. It's not, it's not rude. It doesn't insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It doesn't rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. Love endures all things. And when I read that passage, I have to ask myself, does that look like me? And has that looked like me in 2020? I want to ask you, in 2020, were you patient? In 2020, was I patient? Let's self-reflect on the year. 2020, was I patient? Was I patient with authorities? with government? Was I patient with the mayor, with the governor, with the president? Was I patient with church leaders? Was I patient with my spouse, with my kids, with my parents? Was I patient with the school system? In 2020, was I patient? In 2020, was I kind? Was I kind towards others? Was I kind towards their personal rights? Towards their decision making? Was I kind towards the challenges and the complexities of 2020? Was I kind towards politicians? Towards athletes? Towards police officers? Towards doctors and nurses? Could you say of me, could you say of yourself, in 2020, I was kind towards others? In 2020, did I envy others? Did I envy the decisions that they made? Did I envy their economical situations? Did I envy someone else's health or someone else's age? Was I envious of their lifestyle? In 2020, did I boast? Did I boast that I have arrived and others haven't? Did I boast that I understand and you don't understand? Did I boast that I get it and others don't get it? Did I boast that I'm loving, more loving than you are? Did I boast that I'm liberated and you're not? Did I boast that I don't care and you do? Did I boast that I believe in science and obviously you don't, or I have faith and obviously you do not? In 2020, did I boast? In 2020, was I arrogant on social media? Was I arrogant in my conversations? Was I arrogant at church? Was I arrogant at home? In 2020, was I rude? Was I rude when buying? When buying toilet paper, 
and sanitation wipes? Was I rude? Was I rude when wearing a mask? Was I rude when not wearing a mask? Was I rude at the doctor's office? Was I rude when I voted? In 2020, did I insist on my own way? Did I insist on my own way at at work? Did I insist that I get my way at home? Did I insist that I get my way at church or at the grocery store or at school with the kids or at a restaurant? Did I insist that I get my own way when I was on vacation? Was I irritable? In 2020, was I irritable regarding athletes? Was I irritable about academics? Was I irritable about authorities? Was I irritable about America? In 2020, was I resentful towards those who got the vaccine? Was I resentful regarding masks? Was I resentful towards race? In 2020, did I rejoice in evil? When monuments were destroyed, did I rejoice? When people got COVID and I didn't, did I rejoice? When people's names were slandered, when people died, when neighborhoods were destroyed, people's property destroyed, when people that I know about in the news would talk bad about, did I rejoice in evil or did I delight in good? In 2020, did I bear all things? In 2020, did I believe all things? In 2020, did I hope all things? And in 2020, did I endure all things? in Christian love. I got to tell you, when I look through the perfect mirror and I see with a 2020 vision, I have got to ask the question, how did I do? And in so many ways, it's ugly. The picture is not pretty. Instead of me asking, how did you do or how did they do? If I were to ask, how did I do in 2020? It's not a pretty picture. Was I loving of God and others? Or was I loving of self? I want you to know, I've placed a little assessment on the internet for you to, to take part in these questions. You can go through and take an assessment of 2020 based on 1 Corinthians 13. I place that assessment on www.sunset.cc. If you go down the page just a bit, you'll see the assessment for 2020. Also, if you go on the Sunset app and look in the sermon notes at the very bottom, you can see this assessment. Click it out, print it out, and begin to take it for yourself. And as you do... I want you to ask the question, did I behave this year the way Christ called me to? In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, did I respond to 2020 with Christian love? When you reflect back, 
I want to encourage you to be honest with yourself and ask these questions. How did I respond to 2020? Well, if you scored well, I want to encourage you to praise God, to reflect back on His love and to think about the fact that you reflected His love in everything that you did this year or in different ways, different opportunities. If you scored well on that assessment, praise God for that. I want to remind you that if you scored well, it doesn't make you better or more deserving. It just means that, that you tried and, and sought to reflect the love of God in different aspects of your life. And that's, that's good. That's a blessing. But probably many of us didn't score well. Probably many of us, as we look back over the last year, realize that we could have done better. And I want to challenge you that maybe it's time to confess and to repent. Maybe as you look at the way you handled your relationships this year, that it's time to say, I've got to make a change. I've got to make a change to be more like Christ, to be more loving and more caring. I've got to make a change to start thinking about others more than myself. And here's the wonderful news. 2020 is almost over, and 2021 begins a new year. And in this year, no matter what is thrown at us, no matter what happens, we can choose to be like Christ Jesus this year. We can choose to be loving, self-sacrificial in our relationships. We can choose to put others first, to care about others. We can choose to make God our top priority and to love our neighbor as ourselves. This year was a complicated year for sure. And it may have seemed hazy when we were in it. But as we look back and look through that perfect lens of love, I want to challenge you to use that as motivation for the next year to make some changes. Maybe there's some letters that need to be written. Letters to people that we've hurt or wronged. Maybe there's some apologies that need to take place. Maybe this year as we look back, we need to right some wrongs. And I want to challenge you to think about any wrongs that need to be righted this year. To choose to be loving in 2021 and to make things right with those individuals that you may have hurt this year. There are very few of us who, say, who can say that we've gotten through this year with this perfect picture of love and felt unscathed, I think most of us can say that we have experienced this year and it's been painful both in the way we've treated other people and in the way we, ways we've been treated. And so as you think about this year, I want to encourage you to think about what it would be like to make a change for 2021. Maybe it is time to confess and to repent. Well, time of self-reflection has got to bring up a lot of deep feelings inside of us. I'm sure that you, just like, just like me and just like most of us, are really struggling. And perhaps it's time that we reach out to the body for help, to our church leaders. I want to remind you that you can 
always message us, send us an email at canwehelpyou at sunset.cc. And as you do that, know that we care and that we want to respond back in a very loving and Christ-like way. The people care about you and people are thinking about you, praying for you. And we have been praying for you. In fact, the ministers here at Sunset have really dedicated themselves and the shepherds have really dedicated themselves to praying for you these last few weeks. You matter to us. If there's anything you need, we want to pray for you and, and respond to you, to counsel you, to give you what you need here at this congregation any way that we can or that we're able. We want you to know you matter to us. 2020 has been a hard year, but God cares, cares deeply for you, and we care about you as well. So I encourage you to self-reflect, to think about the year, and move into that state of, of true love as Christ calls us to in 2021. God bless you.